0: You are about to hear a brief excerpt from the Chronic Fatigue Syndrome epidemic cover-up, a book that describes how a small newspaper in New York City uncovered the political and scientific secrets of the chronic fatigue syndrome epidemic. The audiobook version is narrated by Larry Wayne. This disturbing excerpt is about the reporting we did at our newspaper about the epidemic of chronic fatigue syndrome among healthcare workers. Much of our reporting made it clear that CFS or ME-CFS is a contagious disease that can be spread in a number of ways. The fact that healthcare workers can contract it from patients and vice versa is perhaps one of the most neglected and disturbing issues in the whole chronic fatigue syndrome story. Now here is the brief excerpt.
1: The native used the Freedom of Information Act to request all documents concerning chronic fatigue syndrome from the Centers for Disease Control, and as a result, on May 18, we published most of the text of a letter sent to Surgeon General C. Edward Koop by a physician who had been diagnosed as having chronic Epstein-Barr syndrome, CEBV, as chronic fatigue syndrome was originally known. The physician wrote, This letter concerns chronic mononucleosis and the possibility that the contagious but unidentified as yet virus causing it is also the trigger for full-blown AIDS. I personally know many, about 40, healthcare workers who have contracted CEBV since 1981, all of whom are personally healthy and all of whom worked with AIDS or lymphoma patients, usually through working in intensive care units, direct patient care, or as oncology nurses or as ear, nose, throat doctors at the time they became ill. I am writing about a highly contagious, rapidly spreading new epidemic in America, now occurring, that is a more serious threat to our society than AIDS. The suggestion in the letter that people working with AIDS patients were getting CFS underlines the epidemiological message of this book. But, of course, it was an epidemiological epiphany that nobody really wanted to seriously think about for the next three decades. The doctor wrote that he was a middle-aged board-certified physician who had the misfortune of contracting chronic Epstein-Barr virus reactivation syndrome four years ago. I had a productive, satisfying medical practice prior to that time and had been in excellent health, but awoke with a severe sore throat and flu-like illness one day and have been totally disabled since, solely due to CEBV. There are many thousands of other patients totally disabled by this disease, almost all of whom have caught it since 1980. Like AIDS, the rate of new cases seems to be accelerating. The physician also speculated, the cause is a very contagious virus spread like the common cold. He also noted, the immune system damage and other abnormalities produced by this virus resemble in some ways those found in AIDS patients. The reason that this is a more serious threat to our society than AIDS is that it is spread by much more casual contact, is much more highly contagious, and rapidly spreading. Rather than killing the victims, it renders them permanently disabled. Many are on Social Security disability. The dollar cost to our society of CEBV is already comparable to that of AIDS and may soon exceed it. The physician warned, the CEBV epidemic could have a disastrous effect on our armed services, much more dangerous than AIDS, due to its ability to rapidly spread like the common cold. Since it can spread as quickly as it recently did in Lake Tahoe, where over 500 people contracted it within several months, it can quickly disable entire bases, as well as leave a large number of personnel permanently disabled at great expense. Hello, Gulf War Syndrome. In the letter, the physician listed all the immune abnormalities then associated with the disease and named several possible viral causes, including HBLV or HHV6, and even African swine fever virus. He also warned Koop, There is reason to believe that the same virus that causes CEBV causes many lymphomas. The physician presented his own game plan. There should be the appointment of an accomplished senior investigator who has a track record of success in identifying new pathogens to spend full time heading the NIH's CEBV program. Another accomplished investigator should be appointed to head the CDC's CEBV program. Power similar to that of a general in wartime should be given to these senior officials. This would help ensure full and rapid cooperation of competing labs and scientists working on these problems. Well, that didn't happen.
0: We hope you found that excerpt interesting and that you will now purchase either the audiobook or one of the print versions. In addition to being an audible audiobook, it is also available as a hardcover, a paperback, Kindle, and Kindle Unlimited. Just go to cfsbook.com. That's C-F-S as in Chronic Fatigue Syndrome. cfsbook.com. Or you can find the Chronic Fatigue Syndrome Epidemic Cover-Up by Charles Ortlip on Amazon. That's Charles Ortlip, O-R-T-L-E-B. You can find all of Charles Ortlip's books at charlesortlip.com.